0: Coming up on the WAC Podcast, championship time. Women's golf gets underway on Monday. We're going to have head coach Danny Bowen of the defending WAC champion, New Mexico State Aggies. Plus, we're less than a month away from the softball tournament getting underway, which means baseball is only a couple weeks after that. Lots of stuff going on. Coming up next on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the Whack Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. Welcome to the Whack Podcast, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. Kendra, it's April thirteenth. I, I missed a uh, a holiday, if you will. Now we have Easter coming up on Sunday, of course. Uh, holiday uh, recognized uh, by by many folks. The second anniversary of the WAC podcast
1: oh. came
0: and went what? without acknowledgement.
1: Oh my gosh. We could have done the balloons. We could have had a little party. <laughs> when was, what was the official date of it?
0: Well, I would have to check. Okay. And we've done over a hundred episodes.
1: Oh my gosh. Because I
0: got a notice from one of the podcast places. We didn't places even celebrate
1: our hundredth episode? hundred
0: episodes. Oh my goodness. Plus the fact that it started in March of 2020 which people might remember is uh, also the start of the pandemic.
1: Yeah, I was recently taking down the ornaments on my Christmas tree. Now just the (laughs) ornaments, as I do not take down the full tree. I put up different holiday ornaments. So now it's Easter eggs and an Easter egg on top of the tree. Uh, Not Easter egg, Easter bunny on the top of the tree. Very cool. I'm never gonna put the tree back up if I take it down, so I gotta leave it up. But taking it off, I have an ornament that says 2020, and it's with toilet paper because remember that whole toilet paper. Shortage. I tell you that
0: was that, <laughs> that was legit. I, I was I was in the crosshairs on that.
1: Yeah, that was a crazy time. I and mean, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we weren't prepared. It's quite unfortunate for
0: you. I guess. And, and to this day, I think I probably over toilet paper than. You're uh, the reason
1: other- that there's random shortages then.
0: You don't want to be in that situation, I
1: though. mean, you don't. You do really don't.
0: <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're going to talk to um, Danny Bowen coming up in segment two about women's golf.
1: We do seriously have to have a little party, though, for our anniversary. For, for our
0: anniversary. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'll, I'll put plan you it. in charge of that. But see, we're not going to have I'll much time now. I'll
1: send you an now. invite.
0: So I'm going to be going to golf yep. on Saturday. They play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's going to be in Kerrville, Texas, hometown of one Johnny Football Johnny Manziel from Kerrville, Texas, outside of San Antonio. And then you're going to be going to Beaumont, Texas next week for the WAC Tennis Championships.
1: Yeah, Beaumont, Texas, home of?
0: Lamar University.
1: (laughs) That's right. Not as cool as Johnny Manziel, but you know.
0: Cooler. Cooler. I guess, yeah. Yeah,
1: it might, might actually, temperatures might be cooler because it's supposed to be pretty hot and steamy for you on the golf course. It is
0: 95 degrees, 96 degrees. But then when we get into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, again, long term forecast, and you know, everybody's yeah. always fascinated by the weather. That we talk about on the show. Yes, yes, uh, looking they at, are. Like 78, 82, so very pleasant conditions potentially at the WAC Women's Golf Championship. And it'll be very competitive this year as we talk with Coach Bowen in the second segment. They've won six out of seven. Yeah. So they've been the dominant team. Grand Canyon uh, slipped in in 2018 and won a championship there and also nearly won, uh, I believe, uh, uh, in the last couple of years as well. Of course, we had the 2020 was canceled because of COVID, but uh, they're they're a team that figures to be one of the ones to beat. But Sam Houston right now has the best stroke average of any team in the WAC and the top two golfers in the WAC so far this year, including somebody you're going to be talking to on WAC All Access.
1: Oh, yes, Jennifer Herbst. Herbst, sorry. Okay.
0: (laughs) She's from Australia. She, uh, I believe, the defending uh, champion in the Southland. Yeah, a co-medalist in the Southland last year. So look forward to seeing her out on the golf course this upcoming week. So a lot to be excited about in the whack, if you will.
1: Yeah, she'll be joining us on our Instagram live segment. That will be 1 p.m. Central Time. So noon Mountain Time, hop on IG and we'll get a chance to talk to her. First time that we've uh, talked to a women's golfer. Uh, well, at least since I've been here, so that's all. <laughs> I, cannot, not... I
0: cannot say if that's for sure. Yeah, but uh, I think I think you're right there.
1: And for the record, we are three weeks in a row on WACL access because sometimes it's <laughs> tough with our schedules and coordinating with different athletes. So this is something I am very proud of. Three weeks in a row, knock on wood, that Jennifer decides to. Uh, you know, hop on, and we don't have any issues there. But looking forward to speaking with her and excited for uh, some of those packages that you returned from the uh, women's golf tournament.
0: Whack baseball, we had a big week of action this past week. Congratulations to Chad Castillo of California Baptist University. All he did was hit for the cycle in a game against Air Force. First time anybody from CBU during their NCAA era has hit for the cycle. This is pretty rare. you got hit a single, double, triple, home run, all in the same game. Castillo did it at the Air Force Academy in in pretty blustery conditions from what I saw there uh, near Colorado Springs.
1: Yeah, holy cow, what a performance from Chad Castillo this week. He had at least two hits in every single game, including that, obviously, that cycle performance, but he has been... A pretty tremendous part of this baseball team. And if we look at the standings, California Baptist is sitting in second, eight and four. They've won one. They're right behind Grand Canyon, who is tough to catch up to right now, having won six in a row. But in the West Division, they are, they are in second place right now.
0: They are, and they are not eligible for the WAC tournament. This is the fourth year of their transition from D2 to D1. They have a couple of WAC championship regular season titles already under their belt. Always one of the best teams in the WAC since they joined Grand Canyon. Let's talk a little bit about them. 13-2 and two in the WAC. They have won six in a row. And for Coach Andy Stankiewicz, this is looking like maybe his best team uh, in the last few years. And they won the WAC championship last year, won the WAC tournament.
1: Yeah, I mean just looking at some of the things that they have been able to accomplish this season, they they just swept Dixie State this past week. They swept Texas Tech, which is not an easy opponent by any means. <laughs> Top 10 team. Yeah. Um and so they're also, you know, they got Arizona State they've played. They've they've scheduled I guess their non-conference slate very well to play some tough opponents. They are our top team who is they're, taken they're down able the to get some of those top-notch
0: schools to yeah. come into GCU. And part of that is obviously the, the weather, the location, uh, coach Stankowicz, the, the venue, they have a great baseball stadium there at GCU. But, you know, if you have a team like Texas tech and I didn't see their exact schedule, but sometimes maybe they'll play a couple of games with Arizona state and then swing by GCU, play a couple of games there. So it's a good way to uh to schedule as of course their softball team always has great opponents in there as well similar in that circumstance we're in a major city kind of easy to get in and out of in terms of uh, travel so uh that is the team to watch right now in the whack at least in the west division in the southwest division sam houston now on top by themselves by a game with a 10 and 5 record over lamar now at nine and six the Bearcats currently on a one-game losing streak, but they played Tuesday against Rice. Again, a very good opponent there. So uh, no no shame necessarily in losing to Rice, but uh, Sam Houston right now on top of the Southwest Division.
1: Sam Houston, let's talk about their 21-run performance in a single game over ACU. They swept ACU they this past weekend. I mean, on, to the get, road, no on the road. On the road. To get that type of offense going, I mean, Abilene Christian isn't, isn't a bad team by any means. They're seven and eight right now, but they you know, they they're a quality opponent to put twenty one runs up. That's a pretty big deal.
0: And they are, you know, Abilene Christian looking at uh you know, a potential spot there in the WAC tournament. The way it works this year, uh top four teams in each division uh going to the WAC tournament. Tarleton, California Baptist, Dixie State not eligible for the WAC tournament. So it'll be a lot of fun to see how things shake out as we get closer. Back to the West Division, we are talking about Grand Canyon, California Baptist. They play each other. Yeah, that's uh, going to be a great this, one. This upcoming weekend. So that'll be one to circle on your calendar.
1: Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week because Easter Sunday. So starting tomorrow.
0: Yes, yes. So it'll be uh, moving the schedule up just a tad there. Softball, or, or actually to finish off the uh, the Players of the Week in baseball Kevin Stevens, the outstanding pitcher for UTRGV, senior right-hander out of Tucson, Arizona, at his second career shutout, fourth career complete game, and a 10-0 win over Stephen F. Austin on Friday. By the way, UTRGV got a big win at Houston on Tuesday night as well. So the Vaqueros uh, seem to be coming together as we're uh, heading down the home stretch of the WAC season.
1: Yeah, right now sitting in third place of the Southwest Division, seven and eight Abilene Christian also with that seven and eight record right there behind, like you mentioned, four four teams go. So, right now they're uh, they're in good positioning, and it seems like they're coming together right at the right time.
0: Softball, where I was going before with the uh, Ticket Smarter Players of the Week, uh, both from Tarleton, after sweeping a series at Sam Houston, they get both uh, Georgia Capel and Reagan Chisholm as our WAC Players of the Week capital registered a seven fourteen batting average, while Chisholm was 2-0 and in the circle with a 0.64 earn run average and 11 innings of work. And we didn't even mention the fact that Tarleton also not only got Players of the Week, they got Whack Top play.
1: Yeah, what a play from Tarleton's Morgan Medford. She had a diving catch in foul territory this past week. It's pretty incredible. She makes this catch. If you haven't seen it, head over to our Twitter and check out our WAC Top play package and see that the uh, texans have won three in a row they're sitting in third right now eight and seven they're a team that don't overlook them though they can't go to the tournament so
0: (laughs) they they can't but uh, they could uh, you know can they they could compete for a championship in the in the division if you will so they uh outstanding season again just their second year in division one yeah and what they're doing now is is very impressive in stephenville texas
1: Swept Sam Houston this weekend, and they put up, you know, 15 runs, 12 runs, eight runs. So they were really getting some offense going there.
0: Stephen F. Austin is atop that Southwest Division with a record of 10 and 2, 8 and 2 in their last 10. That they're going to be a salty team to contend with. Grand Canyon also on the softball side atop the West Division at 10 and 2. But uh, looking right in the rearview mirror, there's Seattle U just a game behind at 9 and 3.
1: Yeah, Seattle U is certainly one that you definitely don't want to sleep on if we take a look at their schedule. They'll play Grand Canyon next, so that'll be two games on Friday. That that was one.
0: Remember we had Jeff Herai on the show last week. Oh,
1: that's right, and I jumped ahead to Grand Canyon (laughs) because I'm like, this is such a big game for you guys, and he's like, slow it down. (laughs) Slow it down. We got New Mexico State first.
0: But Yeah, definitely a a big one uh, to watch there. In that series, and they play the doubleheader, and then, of course, the, uh, the single game after that in the three-game series. Uh, the Red Hawks on a two-game win streak, so they did take two or three from the Yaggies in Las Cruces.
1: Yes, yes, they did.
0: <laughs> okay, three, two, one. We are also in the month of April, which if you uh, set your sporting calendar to it, of course, I do. Masters was last week. We saw a baseball opening day, which was a few weeks later than it normally is yes. for the majors anyway because of the lockout. Now they're back playing. Chicago Cubs are going to be in Denver, as I understand it. Oh, well. yes.
1: This Sunday, Easter Sunday at Coors Field. How does that sound?
0: How does that sound? Uh, a couple other sports let's throw into the mix. Traveling Queen, congratulations to him, a former New Mexico State player named MVP of the G League. And that is quite an accomplishment. I believe Pascal Siakam, the all-star for the Toronto Raptors, former New Mexico State player, former WAC player of the year, was also MVP of the G League. So if that is any indication of where Traveling Queen is going, that's uh, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, right now he's on that two-way contract with the Rockets. He averaged 25.3 points, 6.6 rebounds, and 5.2 assists, and 3.3 assists uh, in 19 19- G League games this season, so I mean, New Mexico State has a history of producing some great players, obviously from uh, from their uh, their school. So
0: and they are now in their playoffs in the G League, and Traveling Queen, as we record this on a Wednesday on Tuesday night, scored 44 points with seven rebounds and three assists. Also, by the way, he's playing for the Rio Grande Valley Rio Grande Valley Vipers. So they are playing in Edinburgh, Texas. Same same place you might find, UTRGV. So, no
1: way. Yeah, Get out.
0: Yeah. No, I'm staying right here. But uh, <laughs> congratulations, Trevlin' Queen. Not only getting the MVP of the league, scoring 44 points in a playoff game, also equally as impressive there. NFL draft coming up at the end of this month.
1: That's what I'm talking about. We have a
0: couple of opportunities for WAC players to be drafted.
1: Yeah, and actually, so our two guys that we're likely looking at are coming from Sam Houston. Now, obviously, things can change, but we are taking a look at some mock draft predictions for the NFL draft, and we see Zion McCallum is – Um, defensive back from Sam Houston. He was at the Reese Senior Bowl. He's a guy that has been talked about quite a bit. He could go maybe in the fourth round. People are talking, you know, obviously we'll have to wait and see, but that's interesting. And then Jaquez Ezard, another guy who could be one of those later rounds, six or seven, possibly a free agent, but we'll see if he gets drafted as well.
0: ESPN doing a deep dive. Yeah. All seven rounds have uh, Zion McCallum projected fourth round pick, 124th overall. To the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Yeah, interesting, isn't it?
0: So, you never know the especially going seven rounds deep. Yeah, <laughs> how accurate that is. But obviously, he's on the radar of NFL teams. Had a very good combine. Put up real good numbers there. As you mentioned, played the Senior Bowl. So he's had an opportunity to get himself in front of NFL scouts, in front of NFL head coaches. He's got. He's kind of a longer corner. So it's kind of more the prototypical corner of what they're looking for now in terms of a guy who's a little bit taller can break up some passes also tremendous vertical leap and uh i think the the long jump he, he did really well as as well
1: yeah we're looking at saturday night possibly for that so keep an eye on the draft keep an eye on your calendar saturday
0: for a keeping an eye on it Speaking of uh, keeping an eye, we're going to keep an eye on the Women's Golf Championship uh... coming up next week, and we're going to talk with Danny Bowen, the head coach at New Mexico State, coming up after the break. Hercules Tires is the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference and for more than 65 years has been providing tires with unbeatable quality at an unmatched value. Whatever the vehicle and whatever the terrain, Hercules Tires invites you to ride on our strength. For a retailer near you, visit Tires.com. Welcome back to the WAC podcast. Eric Banner and Kendra Sheehan now joined by the head coach of New Mexico State women's golf, Danny Bowen. Coach, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Coach, figured we had to get you on this week. It's a women's golf tournament starts on Monday, the uh, practice round coming up on Sunday. So, Whenever you start talking women's golf, at least for about the last decade, it's involved New Mexico State and wanted to see your thoughts on the league this year and kind of where you guys stand with uh, with some new membership in the uh, league this year.
2: Yeah, there's obviously been uh, a lot of movement within the conference and um, a a lot of strengthening uh, within the conference as well. So uh, we're looking forward to next week. Um, I think right now we're we're ranked uh, fourth in the conference. So uh, we'll definitely have our work cut out for us, um, but uh, we, we can't wait to get to, to Kerrville in a few days here and, uh, and get going.
1: Coach, it's a pretty young team. If you look at the roster and you said you're sitting at four, this is a team that has, you know, The Aggies have won the WAC tournament numerous times, numerous bids to the NCAA tournament. What is it going to take this year at the tournament to continue that standard of excellence?
2: Yeah, we, we definitely still have a few pieces, um, you know, that, that have been part of those championships. Um, we have, you know, former WAC player of the year, Amelia McKee, uh, former freshman of the year, Allison Gastelum. So, um, we're definitely going to have to rely on those pieces, um, and, and bring along the, the younger ones that, that haven't necessarily played in the conference championship yet. So um, we're looking forward to it.
0: Coach, you've won six of the last seven WAC championships, of course, with uh, new schools in, I believe Sam Houston defending, or they were the uh, Southland champs. So what's it going to take to have New Mexico State uh, hoisting the WAC trophy on uh, Wednesday at the end of the tournament?
2: Well, I think for us, it's uh, all about getting you know four solid scores each each day. Um, we've only had a couple events this season that we've been able to put that together, um, and that's kind of been our our uh, weakest link, I would say, for for the season so far. Um, but if we can put together um, solid scores each day, I, I think we'll um, definitely have a shot.
1: Grand Canyon is a team that. You finished just a single stroke behind them over at one of your invitationals. They're obviously a team that is coming for that WAC title. What have you seen from the Pacific Northwest Women's Invitational that you like that you think you can carry over momentum into this championship?
2: Yeah, that uh, that golf course up in Seattle uh, kind of beat up the entire field. It was uh, <laughs> it, it was a great golf course, but uh, a great test of golf. Uh, but the the conditions were um, pretty tough to play in. Um, but as far as what we saw from our girls, uh, we saw a lot of fight and a lot of resolve in them. And, um, you know, they, they, they gave their hundred percent and, uh, that's all that we can ask at the end of the day. Um, but as far as, as far as the golf goes, um, you know, we saw, uh, we actually learned a, a lot about our games, um, at, at Chambers Bay um, it's a type of golf course where you have to, uh, be able to pull off certain shots at certain times. Um, so I think that'll, that'll help us going forward next week.
0: Coach Bone. you mentioned it'll be in Kerrville, Texas, uh, and I'll be making the trip down there as well. And looking at the weather forecast, a little toasty, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday, Sunday, uh, this time of year, you mentioned you played at Chambers Bay. I assume the weather's a little different than what we're going to experience uh, down near San Antonio there. How do you get your team ready for those uh, differing conditions?
2: Well, for us, that's, that's kind of exactly <laughs> what we've seen all spring is uh, we've had four events and two of them we couldn't find enough layers to put on. And two of them, you know, we were in shorts and, and short sleeves. So um, playing in the heat is, is nothing new to us. We're, we're looking forward to getting down there and um, it, it being warmer than it was up in Seattle.
1: You had mentioned leaning on certain players. One of those, Allison Gastelum, who was the WAC freshman of the year last year. What have you seen from her at just a sophomore? Where do you think her ceiling is and how has she continued to improve in her two years with the Aggies?
2: Uh, she hasn't even uh, reached her potential yet as an Aggie. Um, she's she's uh, come a long ways this year, um, even after uh, her great freshman year and um, just seen a lot of consistency within her game. She, um, she continues to excel with getting better with short game um, off the tee. She's always been very solid, uh, but around the greens and, and putting is where she's really, um, really improved this year. Um, so we're, we're hoping that, that she could lead us, um, you know, towards another title and um, you know, become that, that next Aggie to um, you know, carry the reins.
0: Hey, Allison Gastelum, coach, uh, we, we saw her a little bit last year, as, as Kendra mentioned, she's in the top 10 in scoring in the WAC this year. Uh, I saw a story about her as well, kind of an interesting story about how you recruited her, and she's from Mexico, where uh, it, it sounds like there's really not a lot of golf, uh, at least college golfers, coming from uh, the, the country of Mexico. How did you find her, and, and how did she uh, wind up at uh, New Mexico State?
2: Yeah, we got hooked up with with her coach um you know when we were recruiting her out of uh out of chihuahua and um you know she came here for a visit and and just really loved the campus and the atmosphere um i think our um our city of las cruces uh works very well for um you know the hispanic community so um it's just it was just a great fit and um she's one where she uh you know, takes advantage of, of everything that's given to her and doesn't ever take anything for granted. And, um, you know, that outlook at life, it, it just, uh, it, it pours over in, into playing golf.
1: Coach an Albuquerque native yourself, you played at New Mexico state. Now you're head coach, and you seem to have picked up right where the last head coach left off, continuing the, uh, tradition of excellence here. What does it mean for you to be an alum, to coach at your alma mater and continue to, uh, leave a legacy?
0: Uh,
2: it's, it's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I, as you said, I, I did play here and, uh, won a couple championships on the men's team. So to be able to, to lead these ladies and, um, you know, show them what being an Aggie golfer is all about, um, it is there's nothing better. Um, and, um, you know, working with Jackie Booth for five years and we were able to win a few uh, championships together. And then um, after she retired, uh, you know, we haven't really uh, skipped a beat, which has been amazing. And and the girls have always stepped up to the plate. And it's it's that's the fun part to see is, um, you know, carry over from year to year and from team to team.
0: Well, Coach Bowen, uh, we appreciate you taking some time out and. Good luck this week in Kerrville, and I'll be seeing you down there.
2: All right, thank you. I appreciate it. All
0: right, that is Danny Bowen, the head women's golf coach at New Mexico State. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the WAC Podcast. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WACSports.com.